Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another exciting episode of Two Wacky Teacherpreneurs Tell All. As always, we can't stop telling all because we like to talk a lot. <laughs> I hope that you're going to have a fun time listening to us catch up on this exciting and riveting coffee chat. I haven't talked to Amanda in a couple weeks and she started a new job, so I can't wait to hear more about it. Here we go. Rah! Sorry, I'm in the house of the bear now. Welcome to the Wacky Teacherpreneurs Podcast. Your hosts, Jess and Amanda, have been friends and teacherpreneurs for years. Along with their successes, they've had lots of failures, foibles, and fumbles. And now, they're here to share it all with you. Stay tuned for some funny times and awesome business insights. Let's go behind the scenes of their teacher businesses now. Raw, unfiltered, real. Let's get started. And welcome back. So, Amanda, buddy old pal, what have you been doing? Tell me, what is your new job like? I know you went back to work part-time and you're running your business and you're doing all the things, being an awesome parent and spouse and friend and podcaster and blogger and entrepreneur and taking care of yourself. What's what's new? A lot is new. Um, a lot. And I know there's a lot new for you too. So I want to hear about your house of the bear thing. Um, whatever that means. Um yeah. Okay. I'll start off. So I just started a new job teaching ninth grade. I've never taught ninth grade before. Uh, yeah. And I'm super excited about, yeah, teaching ninth grade. I've taught fourth grade. Well, I taught third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh grade drama, eighth grade. Um, and now ninth I'm moving up in the world. Um, yeah, so it's been really like the first couple of weeks were a really hard transition. Um, because I actually thought I was going to be teaching ELD, English language development, but I'm actually teaching, uh, well, I'm teaching ELD one class, but I'm also teaching English intensive, which is the kids that struggle with reading. And there's only like 12 kids in that class, and they all kind of have some interesting personality traits that make it a little bit challenging, but I love them. I really do. And I'm, I'm excited to kind of develop really strong, close bonds with them. Cause often the kids that like are a pain in my, my, you know, what at the beginning of the year, like are the kids that I remember for years and years afterward, you know what I mean? And like really end up liking by the end, not all of them, but these kids I do like, and uh, but they are challenging, some of them. And then I'm also teaching a regular English class, uh, CP English, English one, I guess is what it's called. And that class, we're in a portable and there's like 34 kids in there, uh, ninth graders. And I, I want to tell you something, like a big mistake that I made with this class because it's sixth period. I like to start off with like really relaxing music, like and just letting the kids kind of have just some time to breathe or put their heads down or draw or whatever, just like for five minutes, like the start of class. 
And I did that for like a week. And I had so many kids falling asleep. Like ninth graders fall asleep a lot. (laughs) Did you know that? They're so exhausted. And I realized like, maybe I shouldn't start off with like the lights dimmed and like relaxing, soothing music because the rest of the class, they can't keep their eyes open. And so I stopped that. And now the problem is, is, and also the cell phones and the like ear pods and like all of that just seems so much more like just present, I guess. It's just, it's challenging. Like ninth grade, teaching ninth grade is challenging, but I'm also super happy to be back teaching again. I like adore teaching. I, I, I just love it. Like there's some teachers, have you ever heard this before? Like, they're like, oh man, that period went by so slow. And, and I'm always like, huh, what? Like that never happens to me. Cause I'm like in a flow state when I'm teaching and I just really am enjoying all of the social interaction after a whole year of staying home by myself with my daughter. Um, actually two years I did that. And I like it a lot being around people. So that's my update question. Wow. Well, no, that sounds awesome. I mean, that's everything I expected to hear. I was happy to hear all of it, you know, just that you're getting a little taste of what things are like now. And, you know, with the cell phones and the AirPods, like it sounds like it's just sort of this thing going on everywhere. And so, yeah, like, but it sounds really good. This is exactly what I thought you'd say. I thought you would say there are some challenges, but you really like the social interaction and getting back into like what you're really good at and what you love. So I'm not really surprised by any of it. So I'm happy to have that update. Yeah. Well, and also I've been buying tons of stuff on teachers, teachers, uh, and just being blown away by the quality of secondary sellers, uh, curriculum or curricula, like, uh, English specifically, like I just, yeah, I'm really amazed by teacher authors and like, I just like really look up to them and value them. And I, I just, huh, I don't know. There's something about it. Um, yeah. And just being able to support them financially is fun. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Well, um, now my update time. Yep. Tell us what's going on so in the library. The, the, I've officially finished the first month of school. I taught four weeks already. So I'm going into my fifth week of school and it has been a bit of a roller coaster this year. The behaviors have been much easier to deal with. And I do say the behaviors because what else do you call them? Some people act a little, you know, outlandish and that's what it is. Right. So last year I really struggled with the fifth graders And I think it's because I was new to the school and they didn't know me and it was their last year and it was already kind of a challenging uh, group of kids. Sometimes you just get that. So this year, everybody knows me because it's my second year at the school. So it's been like really easy. Like every day has been very smooth sailing because they already have a relationship built with so many of the kids. So definitely a huge positive to, you know, kind of sticking things out as I did have kind of a, it was 
it was a nice change moving from the classroom to the library last year, but I'm still teaching classes all day. I'm a specials teacher. I teach six classes a day, kindergarten through fifth grade. And it was, it was challenging last year. Like it was hard. And I feel like this year it's been a little bit easier because I have those relationships already built and I already have a rapport with a lot of the kids and they already trust me. Like I am having almost zero problems with my fifth graders this year. Um, but I have implemented some new things to kind of help me along with that. But outside of like the kids and teaching, it has been a little bit of a stressful year. One, my personal air conditioning at home blew up and I live in Las Vegas. So that was just like, that was, I think the second week of school, it was 116 degrees and my AC broke there's really no way of fixing it except getting a brand new unit unit. So that's been kind of frustrating. And then two, my assistant got COVID this week. And so she was gone a whole week and she takes care of all the books. So that's been frustrating, you know, kind of doing two people's jobs at the same time. And, and then the third thing is my union is been has been fighting for our contract we still don't have a teaching contract this year so they have been asking us to go to a lot of extra events in protest of not having a contract so we've been protesting like before school after school going to union meetings on the weekends so it's just been like a lot of extra work and you know and then having you know dealing with a sick coworker and someone that i rely on for so much every day it's just there's a lot of there's a lot of new challenges whereas like last year it was hard being in a new position you know making relationships with new kids this year like i know everyone everything's going smooth sailing i feel a lot more comfortable but then i'm getting these things thrown at me like no contract go out and protest at 7 a.m you know go to weekend meetings for the union and you know and then your ac is gonna blow up i mean it's just been like ow 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 ow, ow please stop <laughs> that's how i felt a little bit that's my update <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I do feel like teachers just, they're constantly being thrown curveballs. Like that's just like the nature of our jobs. And yeah, like people are leaving because of it and it's really sad. Um, and like, including me, you know, I've left twice, um, part-time, you know, it's really awesome, but like, it's, you know, we talked earlier before we hit record about how there's a lot asked of part-time teachers. And it almost feels like sometimes you're getting paid part-time, but you're actually doing full-time because there's so many meetings and things, um, and curveballs, like just so many things like learning, you know, the curriculum or just, yeah, I was curious, um, because yeah, I'm teaching three new subjects I've never taught. Like I'm teaching a new grade I've never taught. And I know you've moved around a lot, you know, like you've done the same, like some teachers just stay put, you know, and that's smart, I think in some ways, because you just know what to expect every year. Um, but even them are thrown, they're thrown curve balls because like principles change and curriculum changes and like the kids you have change, like some years you have kids that just don't mesh together and it's like whoa how am I going to handle this class all year like it's all kind of a lottery almost every year like <laughs> but um I I was just I wanted to ta ask you about the hurricane because there was a hurricane in 
like Southern California. And I still haven't heard like, and I know it moved up to Vegas and I think it was downgraded or something. Like how did that impact you? Well, it didn't, it's, it's, but it's kind of funny. Las Vegas, and I did not know this when I moved here, Las Vegas, you know, it's one of the driest cities in America, but we have a monsoon season. So about a week before the hurricane hit, we got a bad storm, flash flooding, the casinos all flood on the strip. Um, people die in these storms. I mean, it's like the monsoon season here is it's mind blowing. We just get these flash floods because our, our systems can't, they're not designed to really filter out this water. Right. And, uh, and so we got it about five days before the hurricane. So we get this monsoon comes in uh, horrible flooding. And then five days later, we're supposed to get the hurricane. So everybody's like, you know, stores are closing. People are like stocking up just in case we get like a flash flood. It wouldn't get as much as like on the coast or anything and nothing happened at all. And then five days later, we get another monsoon. <laughs> so we basically have like monsoon and flooding. We had the hurricane, nothing happened at all. We didn't even have a cloud in the sky and everyone was prepared for it. And then just the last three days has been another horrible bout of flash flooding um yeah so it's a really weird place to live but yeah the hurricane didn't impact us but we've had two major floods in the last two weeks wow well and talk about curveballs and like another thing i feel like that's happening is covid like there's a lot of people getting yeah. covid and like no one's wearing masks anymore. No one's really getting vaccinated or boosters. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen this fall when no one's taking this seriously? Like, I'm not yeah. wearing a mask either. Are you? No, I mean, I'm not like, and I probably should be, but we have some kids, they come to school and I would say in every class, there's one or two wearing a mask. And then it's like, you're thinking, well, why are they doing that? They probably do have COVID right now right? So like, you're just kind of aware of those kids, but then you have to realize the other kids probably also have COVID that are not wearing masks. And this is how my assistant got sick is I'm pretty sure we, we have a lot of twins at my school. We probably have like 12 to 14 sets of twins, identical, Wow, a lot of twins. It's like a twin, like there's some, so, something going on in the water in Las Vegas. We got a lot of twins. So we have, we had this one set of twins come in there in the same class. One of them's wearing a mask. One of them isn't. We're like, well, obviously they both have COVID, right? And I do think that's how my assistant got sick because, you know, you're working with the kids in the mask and you're like, in the back of your mind, you're like, oh gosh, they have a mask on. I better be kind of careful. They're probably really, really sick right now. But what you're not realizing is that probably the, everyone else in their class has already gotten sick too, right? Like everybody is sick. And COVID now, it's not as grandiose of a virus as it used to be. We don't have as many people dying. So people aren't taking it as seriously, I don't think. Um, but like I said, my assistant got it for like a whole week. She's had some breathing problems. She's 64 years old. So it's a big deal still. And I, I kind of wish that we would have been a little more prepared for it. I've personally, I've been, um, you know, trying to keep my distance from the kids a little bit. I have a really big room to do that. I'm lucky. But other teachers that are just in the room with kids are wearing masks at my school. Not every teacher, 
but a lot the PE teachers at my school are wearing a mask because they're having to do indoor PE with all the flooding. So like they're both wearing it. They have up to 60 or 70 kids in the room at a time and they don't want to get it, you know? So even though it's a little less extreme, it's back. We should be aware of it. Well, I, I have multiple friends who have gotten it for the first time and family members. And like, it was really serious. And I guess there's, and one of them had to go to the hospital and they're like in their like early fifties. Um, yeah. And I think there's, I I don't know. I don't want to say anything that's not true, but they're, um, you know, there's new strains and some of them might impact people a little more than other strains. I've been yeah. hearing that if you've never had it before, it's a real doozy, mm-hmm. but there's some people they've had it like four times. So I don't know. And I mean, we're not doctors, so who knows, but I, I think if you're listening, be aware. And both me and Amanda live on the West coast. And I've heard that the West coast is getting hit really hard, but that means it's going to move, right? It's not just going to stay on the West coast forever. It's going to start moving around the country. So beware. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Um, I don't know. I, I, so this is, I've been teaching for three weeks um, and no one's wearing a mask, like no one. And I'm even in a portable with 34 kids and I'm not wearing a mask and none of the kids are wearing a mask and no one's been absent. So some, somehow we're doing just fine so far. Nice little pocket right now. And it's not impacting you. I don't know. I don't either, but I have a theory. It's just a theory. It's not scientific. I'm not a doctor. I don't know anything about anything, but like, I feel like there are people walking around, maybe me included, lots of people that have COVID that don't even know they have it because they're asymptomatic. And like, we're just throwing it around everywhere. And like, people don't really even realize they have it. Does that make sense? Like, I don't know. I just... They're, they definitely prove that there are asymptomatic people. And I've been wondering, I work very closely with my assistant. We work at the same desk. We like share a desk and we're working together all week and she got it and I didn't even get sick. Normally I get sick at anything. Like I'm a very sickly person. I'm always sick, <laughs> yeah. but I did not get, I'm, so I'm like, am I, but I always have a bit of a cough, but I have like this blood pressure medicine I take that causes a cough. So I don't know. I mean, I don't feel like I was sick or that I had it, but I was like, how can I be working on this lady for a whole week and not get it too? Well, and I think you could even have it and still test negative. Do you know what I mean? Like you can get it and you could have it in your system and it's just not affecting you. And like, because it's not affecting you, you're not testing positive. Well, you, you know, I love a good conspiracy theory. So I love this. This is awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, Well, I think this was, this was a fun catch up, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're surviving, but there's one thing we didn't talk about business. (laughs) Isn't this a business podcast? Aren't we? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So, well, okay. So, I am doing something big with my business right now. Ooh. I have, I decided, you know, it's if I've made one mistake the last 10 years, it's not developing strong product lines. It's not having a product line that is really this culmination of a lot of work that I could sell 
that, you know, like I'm very scattered in my business. Oh, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try that. I'm going to try this. And I've developed 50 different product lines and never finished them. So I actually, you know, penned a paper, wrote out, planned, and started building a hundred product product line. <laughs> I mean, it sounds weird, but this is what I did is I've, I'm picking my hundred favorite books my personal hundred favorite picture books and I'm developing lessons for each one. And then, and then I have them organized into months and then I'm going to sell them as month bundles, um, 10 books a month, or you could get the whole year, which would be like, you know, a hundred bucks. That's so So awesome. I, I went and read every single book again, made sure I knew them and then I, I did this with post-it notes. Like I had post-it notes all over and I had, okay, now I want to, now I picked my top 100 books. Now I'm going to put themes to each one. What month would be best to read these books and do these lessons? And then I organized them into months. And now I'm kind of building the first skeleton, you know, book companion product, I guess it would be. So I don't know if it's going to be popular, but I feel really proud of myself. Like I haven't really done something like this since my 50 states bundle. I did a president's bundle. I'm currently working on like a country's bundle, like every country in the world. But this is something that's like really matches my brand more since I'm a librarian now. And that's all I talk about are picture books. So I'm really proud of myself for starting this new journey and actually starting beginning with the end in mind. The end in mind is that I want a hundred product bundle. That's awesome. (laughs) I'm outlining it. So I'm really, really proud of myself, but I mean, everything else kind of has to fall by the wayside while I do that. So I haven't really been doing like social media or, you know what I mean? Like I haven't really been super engaged with other things that I could be doing right now, but I feel like this building this giant product bundle is top of my priority list. And do you work on it every day? Like, do you have a time that you work on it or? No, I've only been working on it like three times a week right now. Just, I mean, it's so exhausting being a teacher and doing all the union stuff and all my other responsibilities. I should be working on it a lot more, but I am committing to three times a week right now. And I know once I get like into that flow, I know there's going to be days that I'm like, you know, I'm going to pump out what I need to, to start, you know launching these books right but like I haven't quite reached that yet and I am it is a struggle it is a struggle like getting through all these hurdles at school like my assistant getting COVID and then not having air conditioning for a week I couldn't even be at my house for a week I had no AC and it was 116 outside it was awful right so I've just had a lot of hurdles and so I'm just trying I'm trying to keep moving forward though instead of quitting and saying oh this is a dumb idea like I normally do like oh I don't want to do this anymore I'm trying to like continue even with the hurdles stick to it yeah well and I love your just your um I'm lacking my words right now. (laughs) The fact that you're sharing your ideas for product lines, you know, I know there's a lot of teachers, pay teachers, sellers that are like, I can't believe she's sharing this idea. What if someone steals it? And it's like, no, like, I mean, who else? Someone else might be like, oh, I like that idea. I'm going to do that too. But like, they're going to pick different books. They're going to like, 
organize it differently, they're gonna, maybe they won't ever follow through with it. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I think I like to have the mindset that like, there's enough for everyone. There's enough money. There's enough ideas. There's enough. And like, who cares? Like share your ideas. Like it might inspire someone else to do something similar or a little bit different. You know what I mean? Um, So just, I love that about you, like that you're so authentic and vulnerable and like you don't have that deficit like I got to keep all my stuff like hidden and all my ideas or someone's gonna come and take them from me or you know what I mean um yeah and a lot of teachers pay teacher sellers are like that and I did think about that while I'm saying all this I'm like oh well I guess other people could be like oh I'm gonna do my own 100 book bundle but it takes a lot of effort to read 100 books and make a product for each one. I mean, I don't know. If you think you can do it, go ahead. (laughs) Because I'm working on it right now and it is very difficult. It took me a few weeks just to find the hundred books and read them all and take notes on them and think about like, what theme does this book have? I mean, it it, it was a lot of work. So, I mean, if someone else wants to do that, cool. I mean, we can promote our products together. Well, and I bet someone has done it. Like, honestly, like I bet there I know. is like okay. already. Oh my gosh. I have a story about this really, really quick. Cause I know you have to go in like 30 seconds. I, I found someone that did it with 600 books. Whoa. She's already done all the books. Wow. I could have quit when I found that, but I I'm going to continue on. Because your spin on it is different and your lessons yes. are going to be different. And what you take away from each book is going to be different. And you have like a fun, whimsical, like take on things that maybe that teacher didn't. And I'm going to do it for different grade levels. So you can always pick different grade levels or subjects if you're, if you run into a roadblock like that. Yeah. Well, okay. I do have five extra minutes because the person I'm meeting with next just said they need five extra minutes. Well, because I want to tell you what I'm doing with business. I forgot to ask you. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Um, so it's, uh, I am really focusing on podcasting like a lot. Um, and I, I feel like that's where I'm, that's where, that's where my passion lies right now. Um, I'm really enjoying like podcasting with a co-host, you know, like our podcast. And I have like a co-host on Amanda right now, uh, my empower students now podcast, And it's been really, really fun and exciting. And like, I'm not really writing blog posts. I'm just, um, I'm actually using this tool called Pod Squeeze to uh, create the show notes and the title and like the transcript. And then I'm just publishing that on my website and it's going really well. And so like, that's kind of what I'm focusing on right now. But I also am making sure to update my, business budget spreadsheet to make sure that I am making enough money to pay my bills. And so I just did that recently where I was like, okay, how much was I making? Did I make on my website? How much did I make on teachers pay teachers? How much did I make on Kajabi? And like, what are all my bills? Like, what did that add up to? Am I still, you know, in the, is it in the black right? Like I'm still making enough money to pay my bills. And so I feel like that's really, really important, you know, um, especially if you have a lot of bills, like I do like pod squeeze, it costs money every month. Um, Kajabi, that's my biggest bill. Uh, it's like $300 a month or something. 
And so, yeah. And like, I'm thinking about doing like a webinar a month, but I'm not for sure on that. But like, every time I do a webinar, I make money and like, that's like, it's what I want. Right. Um, and so that's where I'm at. I have, I think about Instagram a lot and like what I'm missing out there <laughs> because I feel like there's so many teachers on there, like connecting with other teachers and like, and I did have a plan to like share about my transition to, to teaching ninth grade on Instagram. And this is all, these are all just ideas that have been living in my head, but I haven't like pulled the trigger on. Um, and maybe I won't. I don't know. I I have a love hate relationship with social media, but so yeah, I'm not really on social media either, even though sometimes I think about it. <laughs> I, don't I know. love it. Sounds like yeah. some positive things happening. Yeah, yeah. And like I'm not working every day on this stuff. I work on it when I can. And like we haven't put out an episode. Has it been two weeks or one week? I don't know. But like it's not like if I miss a week, like the world is ending. I, I I'm trying to give myself like space and grace, grace and things. Yes. Well, I love everything. It seems like you're doing a fantastic job. You too. Okay. Thanks for Happy listening, back. everyone. Happy back to school. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this extremely serious episode brought to you by some truly wacky teacherpreneurs. Visit our website, wackyteacherpreneurs.com, to get more support growing your business. Please leave us a five-star review. And remember, if you share this podcast with ten other people, you'll have good luck forever. <laughs>